0: The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Metis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> <laughs> hello everyone and welcome to the sex ed with tim podcast i am your host tim i am chaotically gay and my star alignment is aquarius sun Pisces Moon, and Slippery When Wet Rising. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, my guest today is so beautiful and so handsome and so talented. He is a gentle giant. He is a gamer. He's a tarot card reader. He is everything you want in a human being. Please welcome to the show, Matt Tarot. Hi, Matt.
1: Hello. Hi, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor.
0: Uh, that deep, dulcet voice. It, like she is truly doing her vocal <laughs> exercises in quarantine, and I'm here for it. <laughs> so, Matt, uh, please tell the people listening right now who is Matt Tarot? Who are you? What's your deal?
1: Yes. What's my deal? Well, my deal is. Hey folks, I am a healer. I am here to help you find your best path to your light in multitude of ways. I have a master's degree in creative arts therapy. I am a certified crystal healer. I've been reading tarot cards for over 10 years and I've been practicing my own spiritual work for pretty much half of my life, 15 years. So I'm integrating wellness aspects with mental health and spiritual health and obviously today, sexual health as we will get to.
0: Yes oh I love it. that's like so I mean I'm not normally used to like the whole woo aspect of sex, which is why I love that you're here. I'm more into like the sciences of sex, but like there is also this aspect of sex that normally goes like unnoticed or like you know just under practiced. So I love that you're here. What? Is it about your um your lifestyle or this this practice that got you into it like how did you start and where are you now in your practice
1: for sure so uh, my story begins uh, when i went off to university and i discovered yoga and then while i was doing yoga in my little dorm room i was curious because i had obviously found porn and i was like totally into it. And one day I just got hit with the idea. What if there's like yoga porn? And so I looked up like gay yoga and then found someone in New York who was practicing, uh, like creating like courses, um, classes for uh, men that were nude yoga classes. And then that led me onto the path of learning more about sexual spirituality because I'd never even thought that the two were correlated And then I found out about the path of Tantra and that took me on an entirely different journey because Tantra, as we know it, as it is a huge buzzword in the spiritual community right now, is kind of, kind of bastardized a little bit. And a lot of people think that Tantra is just having sex while meditating, but it's so much more than that. And it, it definitely is an essence of that what i'm trying to say is it started with yoga and now essentially every aspect of my work integrates holistic wellness and healing including sexuality so i'm not sure if you want me to dive deeper into any particular aspect or if you want me to just keep rambling on <laughs> we'll dive deeper
0: for sure as gay men are always want to do um you mm-hmm. got my mind thinking about like yoga important like Downward doggy style. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Is it absolutely. Actually,
0: is it actually yeah. like you're in downward yeah. dog and someone's fucking you from behind?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh so good. Yes.
0: I love that. <laughs> oh, my God. I am truly going to find every single yoga porn out there and just start having sex in that position. Just stick there's my vibrator in there and then there's a lot. I bet there's a lot. <laughs> um, what what is it exactly that you identify? Because it's not really like a like Catholicism or Buddhism or Hinduism, whatever. Uh, do you give yourself like a sort of label in terms of your spirituality?
1: Mm. Uh, I avoid doing so. For the longest time, I identified as a tantrika, but then I learned in order to be a tantrika, you have to be initiated into the practice, which I am not my mentor is and i've been working with him for about a year now more than a year actually and he was who really opened up my eyes across the board he honestly he would be someone worth talking to on this podcast his name is tt i'll connect you guys later um and for me i pivoted away from that identity and then decided i'm just going to be a spiritualist because the thing is i came from a christian background And then studied a lot of Buddhism and a lot of my beliefs are rooted in Hinduism. I followed the chakra system, which we'll get into more because that's where a lot of sexual energy lives in the lower chakras. And so many, so many white yoga ladies are familiar with chakras. So if any of you are listening to this, you will totally understand what I'm getting at. Um, My title is spiritual healer. Um, I also like the uh, terms uh, spiritual embodiment guide, specifically when I'm working with sexual energy, because then it's not focusing on I'm a tantric healer. It's I am allowing the practice of your spiritual body coming into your physical body while we are exploring it in session together while you're touching yourself. I'm exploring you. We're exploring each other or I'm coaching you over Zoom. Are
0: there specific tools that you use to help guide that practice? Like uh, how do your tarot cards fit in and crystals and sound bowls? How does that work into the practice?
1: So because literally everything is connected, you can use anything you need at any time. And I know this is sounding a bit more like the Wild Wild West with me, but that's really how I have approached it. Everything is Will Smith Wild Wild West. (laughs) Oh hell yeah, Will Smith. Um, <laughs> so, so everything is energy, right? And if we think about life, creation energy, a lot of us are here because two people fucked. Sorry, can I use the f word on your on your show? Use the f word.
0: Use the c word. The a word. The x y z word. Whatever you want, babe.
1: <laughs> okay, it's a cool. podcast. You can swear cool, as cool. much as you want. <laughs> Great. So we're a lot of us are here because two people fucked. And a lot of us have kind of forgotten about the realities of life and how we create life because we either talk about it in a clinical way or we talk about it in having a family or we talk about it in I'm turned on, I want to fuck. Whereas when you are actually having sex, you are intermingling your energy with your partner. Even if you're having sex with yourself, you're actually intermingling your own energy together because sexual energy is creation energy. I do bring tarot cards sometimes into my sessions, but I would more so use it as like a guidepost of like, what do we need to work on? Or like this trauma that's coming up, what is it rooted in? Let's dig into it. But simultaneously, I feel like I would put my therapist hat on for that. Um, Crystals are particularly interesting in working in this with this work because you can lay it on the body while you're actually exploring the body to not only awaken those energetic centers with those crystals. And obviously, if you have the right knowledge of which crystals to use, um, you know which ones to work with. But you're then also activating the physical body, so you're working on an emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, sexual level and just amplifies the process.
0: Would you be comfortable in walking me through like an example of what a healing session would look like with crystals or tarot or however however you want? Like for example, a client came up to you and they had like some sort of sexual trauma, whether it be in the genitals or the the chest area. How would you approach that client? Like what goes on through your head? Which crystals am I going to use? How am I going to guide this session?
1: So the first thing, I do not work with people in one-off sessions. Um, I personally believe that a relationship has to be established um, because there are many sex workers out there that are capable of holding space for a singular session, but I do not work that way simply because of my background of having therapy and understanding that it's a journey and a process. So if someone were to come to me, and they were like, I have experienced sexual trauma. It is a huge blockage in my life. I would like to explore it. We would develop like a treatment plan of, okay, let's, let's talk about what's going on in your life right now and how can we address it? And I usually work in package sessions. So there might be one session where we exclusively work with crystals. There might be one session where we talk about our fear and desire list, where we write down a list of all of our fears and all of our desires. And then the homework is to explore the fears and desires on your own accord or bring them up with your partner, for instance. And then when I can actually work with people in person, because I can't right now, um, it would essentially be creating a space where we would decide with consent on both ends, like I'm going to hold space for you in this sense for us to explore the physical body so that way we can address this trauma in a safe way. Very similar to um, you know, a sacred intimate, very similar to a sex surrogate, but the difference is I'm coming at it from a spiritual point of view. Um, I actually identify as a sacred intimate myself, but I, I, again, don't really practice like most sacred intimates because many sacred intimates can do a one-off session. And for me, it's all about, we're going to address every single aspect of your work. Does this mean I get less clients? Yes. But it also means that the quality of the sessions are like so much more because people are committing to working with that in such an intense way.
0: I love the quality over quantity, honey. That's so beautiful. Do you have like mm-hmm. a favorite crystal?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So oh my God. Right now I'm working a lot with um Black Obsidian. And uh it's that you can find it in most crystal stores, and it is an excellent protection crystal. If you are around anybody whose energy is very negative or low vibrational, and what that basically means is they're living in a more fear-based state instead of a love-based state. Uh Black Obsidian is excellent for just protecting your energetic field um but then i also love my girl rose quartz easy to work with she is
0: i love that there is such a thing as a protection crystal because i don't need to buy condoms anymore no i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding oh my god oh oh girl (laughs)
1: listen (laughs) listen listen when when you when you roll up to your hookups house and he says babe did you bring protection and then all you pull out of your pocket is a rock yeah okay let's see how that works out
0: (laughs) Just shove a black obsidian inside my asshole and we're good to go. Mm. That's the uh, barrier, I'm, no?
1: I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I actually live for that. I live. I stand. I
0: mean, I still have your amethyst dildo that I got from you. Yes!
1: From like, well, yes. <laughs> I'm telling so you. I have a question. I have a question. I told Tim... You're not supposed to insert that. It's for prayer and ritual purposes exclusively. Have you put it inside of your asshole?
0: I mean, come on, Matt. I think you know me well enough to know that I have at least
1: tried. Oh my my God! (laughs)
0: Listen, you you know what? I felt the earth move under my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? One of my my mantras is everything is a dildo if you're brave enough. Like I love it. I am I, love it. I am a gaping hole, sir.
1: <laughs> Me too, seriously.
0: We are a uh, literal man hole.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, I'm here um, for
0: it. <laughs> so, I wanted to also ask like you earlier you said that tantra is a buzzword. What does that mean? Like what's going on? What's the discourse around that?
1: So the discourse is the fact that many people have learned about Tantra from uh, several practitioners that have made it widely available. I have studied the Osho lineage of Tantra, which uh, was disseminated through Armin Heining of GayTantra.us. And like, it was some pretty intense work through meditation and and um, actual intentional partner work and touch uh, massage, if you will. But then there are many people who, who I think have taken the word, and I, I'm not naming names, I refuse to, um, who have taken the word and have basically created um, diplomas or certificates or, or essentially um, sold it as a way to improve your sex life exclusively, where Tantra is actually a group of lineage, uh, sorry, a group of philosophies that originate from Eastern, Eastern provinces. Like it's, it's a group of islands. It's not even one particular religion. So it is such like a, huge word and a huge concept that to boil it down to just have tantric sex, it's like really cheapening the experience of understanding how spirit is connected to sex because it is. And that's not, I'm not saying it's not, Um, we're not here to water down the divine experience you have when you come with your partner. We're here to explore how living a tantric lifestyle can include having sex with intention and meditation to elevate your connection to God. That's really what it should be. Not, I'm going to teach you how to masturbate and come multiple times because tantra. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference, right?
0: Can you say have tantra sex one more time in that deep voice? I'm not done masturbating yet. Like that was so hot.
1: Have tantric sex.
0: Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Stop talking. Stop talking. Oh my god.
1: Uh, uh, God, Tim, uh, how do you get anything done on this podcast? I
0: don't. I'm sorry. I fully just painted my walls a new, fresh coat of white right now. So,
1: Mm. Uh, anyway, could have been inside me instead it ah. could
0: have it could have i'm sorry i mean i'm going to have to start building up my load again for you and uh, we'll get thank there you. <laughs> thank you thank you so thank you. um this all sounds very like you know like spiritual and energy and everything and then you also threw in the word treatment what do you or how do you respond to like the skeptics who call this just like it, it's not really treatment it's not really medicine no matter what way you call it even if you want to call it alternative medicine it's not how do you respond to people who you know who be
1: hating sure um prostitution was the oldest um what is it career profession in the world um people were trading money and services and whatever for sex because sex is the one of the most basic human needs. Intimacy, connection, whatever. I've heard countless stories of sex workers that I'm good friends with being like, people have hired me specifically just to like talk to them, not even have sex. Or like, you know, th- I know this one that baked a cake for their client and spent a weekend with them cuddling and there wasn't actually any sex. We're forgetting and missing the point that In a world where we are so focused on things like monetary prestige and success, we sometimes sacrifice major aspects of our humanity in order to elevate um, ourselves, which might be sex, might be relationships. So if someone comes after me saying, oh, you're basically saying that you're healing people sexually because it gets you clients and you just want to be... A hooker fine i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue with you that but you can't argue the fact that maslow's first hierarchy of needs includes physiological needs and sex is included in that like it's a human need we need to legalize sex work already (laughs) we need to fuck (laughs) i just want to fuck whoever i want
0: fuck
1: damn it (laughs) yeah seriously it shouldn't be that big a deal but unfortunately it is
0: Yeah, because unfortunately, you know, we're living in a culture of like, sex is both good and bad. Do we talk about it? Do we have too much of it? Too little? What? Like, just leave me alone. I just want to eat pizza with a dildo inside me, please.
1: And simultaneously, you have big corporate using sex to sell products. So it's like, you're reprimanding us for wanting sex yet you're using it as a sales tactic because you know we want sex so why don't we just take the cat out of the bag and have a big orgy already <laughs> get your shit together capitalism
0: get your shit together
1: <laughs> shut it down
0: uh how does one incorporate like okay like a newbie or just someone who's like fresh out of the closet or just being more open to their sex life they are just discovering say this podcast or they're just discovering uh the concept of tarot and crystals and tantra how are like people in baby steps supposed to incorporate that into their sex life like i'm like me myself i'm kind of curious like i can't just reach that ultimate cosmic orgasm overnight so i have to work Mm. on it what are some ways to get to that You know heightened sexual energy that that top sexual experience top shelf
1: (laughs) top shelf uh america's next top bottom top shelf so um that's it that's it yeah uh a few things come to mind obviously there are some crystals that you can actually work with to ignite your sexual energy um the ones that i'm going to bring forward today are um carnelian which is like a red orangey crystal Shiva Lingam, which works with Kundalini energy and the actual life force energy that gets awakened during sex. And then what's another one that I, Oh, Garnet Garnet. It's a sexual attractor and it balances and and harmonizes sexual energy. So those are three. Yeah. Well, duh. Story checks out for how much of a horn dog you are. (laughs) It tracks, it tracks attracts attracts okay so those are three crystals um i and then this is from my mentor tt um meditate with a butt plug in put a butt plug in your ass and ask the universe to allow you to connect to your sexual energy as you elevate your spirit and you know, let go of any worries or, or everyday mundane things you have. The butt is the portal for your root chakra, the first earthy chakra in our body. So if you shove a dildo in there to help open it up, it actually will help you. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24 7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a
0: doctor appointment for my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment, it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. That's unreal. I love that. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing my breathing exercises and just shove my big old dildo inside of it i call my dildo michael b jordan because obviously um love it yeah that boy is so fine
1: holy shit
0: i not you also name your
1: douche michael b jordan as well sorry to interrupt
0: yes my my douche uh my dildo my butt plug they're all michael b jordan because he is the same man in my eyes he is my dream man (laughs) he will be (laughs) mine I don't care who says he did not have his shirt off enough in Black Panther. <sighs> <sighs> my God. Mm. Okay, I'm getting distracted all over again. <laughs> okay. I'm drooling. Mm-hmm. I'm literally like wiping jewel off my, off my mouth. Um, uh, for tarot, there is a hmm. lot of cards in that deck. That is mm. so many. How do you? memorize each card and like just know the meaning
1: so i've been doing it for over a decade and i would literally pull cards and i would do a few things at the beginning i would look at the pictures um and i would memorize certain associations and then i would look at the numbers so Tarot has four different suits and I'm going to try and keep this super minimal because this is a sex ed podcast, not a tarot podcast. (laughs) Um, There are four suits, wands, cups, uh, swords, and pentacles. Each have a different elemental association, a physical association, a energetic association. So once you memorize those basic concepts, apply that to the picture you're looking at. Once you're doing that, you can then look at the greater image of the spread on the table and then try and read it as a story. Once you start doing that and you have practice, if you look up the meanings of the cards, you'll eventually memorize them by rote. And then you're like, oh, okay. So this one is I go out for you know some sex at the park, and then I turn a trick and come home and realize that I'm still broke because I wasn't able to get as much as I was hoping for. <laughs>
0: turn a trick. I have not heard that phrase in forever.
1: i'm an i'm i'm an older man despite having Uh, a baby face
0: my gosh that's so funny um what about like one card uh reads can we can we do one can we do one right Uh, now go ahead i have my (gasps) cards with me yeah i have my cards yeah okay so okay walk me through like say this is a a virtual session that you're having with a client right now, a very quick one card read live on the air. We're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like my goal is to achieve that heightened sexual top shelf experience. That's the energy that I want to put in this tarot deck right now. Mm -hmm. Walk me through how to do this uh, read.
1: So sh- uh, close your eyes and shuffle and mm-hmm. just tune into your gut, turn, tune into your intuition,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just imagine what your question is in your mind's eye getting bigger and bigger. Imagine you having that incredible experience. Imagine mm-hmm. you having that really powerful sexual experience and then ask, what do I need to overcome or know to get there?
0: What do I need to know or overcome to have a threesome with Michael B. Jordan and Chris Evans? How do I get there? That is my top tier sexual
1: experience. Amazing. And where do I draw? Then, um, so I usually pull from the top of the deck. After I've cut the deck, so you can cut the deck into three piles. Cut and another and, cut yep and, yeah, then, and then just put them all in one big thing and then you can pull from the top of the deck
0: okay and the card that i drew is the 7 of pentacles
1: oh okay that's not that's not now, a bad card tim that means nothing to me
0: so i'm depending on you to interpret this <laughs>
1: So the seven of pentacles represents uh, the actual classic imagery of the seven of pentacles is a farmer tilling the soil and looking at his crop and being a little disappointed with all of the hard work he's put in, but the fact that it hasn't been an abundant flourish or harvest. And it's almost a sign that you need to not ha- lose faith that you won't get there. You need to actually continue to put the hard work in, in order to see that harvest in abundance, it's just going to take a lot longer than you thought it would. Um, And also, conserve your stamina. Seriously.
0: So, my threesome with Michael B. Jordan and Chris Evans is in view. I just need to work for it. I'm so (laughs) happy! (laughs) It's gonna happen! Uh, It's almost there. It's truly gonna be, like, how many, how much, how much longer? I just need to work. I got to get my ass to Hollywood and then land a couple auditions with Marvel. And then I'll slowly slip into the rooms and be like, oh, hey, how you doing?
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. You have a whole plan. I do. We're thinking long game here,
0: folks. We're thinking big picture. It's all there. It's all in the cards. The cards say it all. <laughs> so back on the topic of sex i think uh, we haven't talked about the fact that you and i have sex we're lovers and we are. yeah we're lovers hey lover <laughs> um what do you remember first like how we met and how our energies felt
1: Yes, I do. It was, it was so lovely. We met at a community space and um, you were there as a speaker. And then I came up to you after and was just talking to you and there was like some light flirting, nothing really happened there. And then I'd say, was it like a couple months later, we bumped into each other again on the street and I was late for something. And it was almost like a movie moment. Like, oh, hey, like, how are you? And like th- that spark was there, that that desire and interest was there. And then I think we found each other either on Instagram or Scruff. And then the rest is history, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, I believe it was
0: Instagram where we started messaging each other. And like the the selfies slowly started to turn into nudes, slowly started turning into like sexting. And then we kind Mm -hmm. of like made this intention to, like, okay, you know what? We got to have sex with each other. We're going to meet up. And then, Mm -hmm. can you describe what was our first sexual encounter like?
1: So, folks, folks listening at home, just so all of you know, uh, you're in, in incredibly good hands when you're with Tim because we made a contract and it was so beautiful. Because it was stating all of the things that like in order for us to be like in a safe space, these things have to be addressed and at any time the contract can be negotiated. And this is truly because I have a a very extensive history of sexual trauma, which was one of the reasons why I decided to integrate sexual healing into my work and it should be addressed as such. And it was just so passionate and lovely. And of course there were hiccups because we're getting to know each other's bodies, but like, it was amazing.
0: (laughs) This is a real contract that I typed up by the way, as in we had to date it and sign it, look over it together. Like it was very 50 shades of gray.
1: Yeah. But it wasn't like handcuffs and like, like abuse. It was like rain.
0: We'll Uh, incorporate that
1: later. (laughs) <laughs> oh, down God. the line no thanks no thanks no for me no, for me for, me, for, for you, me. you for yes. you yeah I'm not, I'm not i'm not really into bdsm yet Ooh, yet we'll get there we'll get there
0: <laughs> but yes um like our first sexual experience had an element of like that spirituality we've been talking about what was that like for you
1: I mean, I, I hate to break it to you, darling, but that's almost all sex with me. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, like for me personally, I when I make a choice to have sex with someone, I understand the energetic and spiritual implications of such. And even if it's like a brief fling or like two ships passing in the night, like I'm now conscious of how the chakras in our body, especially the first two, are connected to our sexual like, carnal experiences as primal humans that it was amazing i would say that our experience was very pure and loving which made it easier to just fully engage and integrate but um almost all sex i have is spiritual
0: sorry <laughs> uh, i thought i was special <laughs> oh, sorry. No, it's all good, because literally, literally, like, the moment after you and I fucked, you went over to a threesome. So I'm like, eh, not bothered, whatever, go have fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was that day. <laughs>
0: See, I'm clearly more special because you remembered. My...
1: Right. Well, I'm sorry, honey, it's been a crazy year in fucking quarantine, Miss Rona stomping around, okay? That
0: is true. I mean, I... I haven't had sex in so long that I'm actually eligible to donate blood. Like, oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, wow. that law. By the standards of the Canadian Blood Service, like men who have sex with men need to wait like three months after their last sexual encounter in order to be eligible to donate blood, which is like, excuse me, homophobia, we don't want you here. I'll give my blood if and when I want to like yeah it's as if like straight people don't get hiv like come on let's be (laughs) seriously
1: seriously i totally agree like we we need to we need to amplify and intensify sex education across the board because there are too many youth that don't learn anything and then they end up in situations like i did which i don't know if we're gonna get into but like folks it wasn't pretty being a young gay trying to like understand that like not all sex is good sex despite how bad you want it um we need to educate the youth better on sex and we need to educate the biological medical aspects of sex and blood and like hiv sti transmission rates because like the paranoia that i grew up with being like oh my god I sucked another penis with a condom on. I'm going to get chlamydia. Like that I'm not kidding. I definitely have those fears. Oh my
0: God. I remember thinking, I'm gonna go to hell. Like I truly thought I was gonna go to hell.
1: Right.
0: I was like, this was back in like my Catholic days. I even like struggled to tell the priest to like if I was like gonna go to confession, be like, should I tell him that like I had sex with a guy. It's none of his business, but also I feel like I should because I don't want to burn in hell for all eternity. And then "Call Me by Your Name" by Little Nas X came yeah. out, and I'm like, you know what? Hell doesn't look too bad. Like <laughs> it looks pretty lit <laughs> if I get to laugh at all over Satan.
1: So many people had a problem with that music video, and I just kept reminding them the amount of shame I felt telling my family that I want to be gay. I am gay. It's not even a choice. That music video spoke volumes for the internal rage that so many queer folk have to deal with that. Like, if anyone has a problem with that music video, you need to go back and watch it from Lil Nas's point of view. Seriously.
0: Or like go to therapy. (laughs)
1: Like truly. Unpack
0: (laughs) (laughs) Unpack that, sweetie. Like there is so much luggage in your trauma and religious shame that a Louis Vuitton bag cannot unpack for you. Like, come on. <laughs> let's True. Ooh. Oh my God. That video. I love it. I love it. Little Nas X. If you ever come across this episode, please hit me up. You are so cute and you are so fine. And let's like hook up. Let's do it. After the panini is over. Panini! That's a little Nas X reference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just so you know, everybody, uh, Tim is uh, DTF. If you listen to his podcast, that's pretty much how he functions.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Wow. There's still so many questions in my head, but I don't want to keep too much of your time. So I just want to wrap this episode up in a nice little bow. How do you want to leave this? OK, let me rephrase that. What do you want the listeners to take away from listening to this episode, from like the lessons of spirituality and crystals and tarot? What are some of the things you want people to take away from in order to help them enrich their sex life and elevate their next sexual experience?
1: Mm. I think uh, be more curious about your intuition and be more curious about trusting what you want uh tarot cards can give you direction but they don't solidify your future. Crystals can help you meditate and align your energy, but you're still the one that's in the bedroom. And ultimately, no matter what you do with your physical body, your chakras will resonate that energy. So if you go into situations, hookups, you know, dates with the intention of having, you know, your best sex ever, your most aligned sex, Just be in integrity and be yourself. Um, And don't be afraid of, you know, exploring that carnal side of who you are. Seriously. You know, we all came from two people having sex. So the way
0: you carry yourself in the bedroom also does carry
1: out of the bedroom. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, yes, especially, and I don't want to, I don't want to put this on for too long, especially because there, we put our society into compartmental boxes all the time. Like, oh, tonight is the night I have sex. Okay. I'm done having sex now. Then now I can't talk about it. Now I can't resonate. Now I can't do different things about it. Fine. No, no. That energy carries into your body. So the more in alignment of who you are and who you want to be is in the bedroom and out of the bedroom, the better, you know, it's integrity. Oh my God. You
0: heard it here, folks. Be true to who you are. Be like at your most integral self. And also don't put black obsidian in your anus. Like I have, uh, not a good idea.
1: (laughs) No, don't do it. Sorry.
0: Um, (laughs) <laughs> uh matt thank you thank you thank you so much for coming on the show i love you i love your energy i hope we can reconnect soon where can people find you
1: you can find me on instagram at matt Taro, as well as my website matt tarot.com tcom
0: thank you so much matt this has been another episode of the sex ed with tim podcast bye thanks for listening to the sex ed with tim podcast sex ed with tim is created and produced by me tim lagman music is aces high by kevin mcleod follow me on twitter and instagram at gay and at sex ed with tim you can also like and follow me on the sex ed with tim facebook page if you enjoyed the show Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah!